Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record. I am back this week. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and I forgot to do my letters. So I will do those next week. And this is for, so today I'm going to introduce my fellow co-hosts by different names. We are joined by the spontaneous Eve Irwin. Uh, I like that name. I'll, I'll go with that. I like spontaneous. Yeah, I'm just kind of just throwing, uh, you know, words up. It's cool. Uh, no I like fire. it. Yeah. We are joined as also by the lore master himself, Louis <laughs> Alon. Hello, Joe. Hello, Varwin. Hello, chat room. What's going on? And the streaming fool himself, David Deanforce Adams. Hey, everybody. I'm trying not to die by a rabbit. If Dave takes a few seconds to respond, we know why. He's probably killing something or being killed by something, which is my bet. Well, that's usually how it goes with me, yeah. Alright, we are joined by the rookie himself, Shank the Tank. Yo, internets, what's going on, dudes? Dudes, like, totally. We've got a show, Yo. dudes. And Yo, this is man, episode, I'm all set. This is episode 77, and we have sponsors. Yeah, we sure do, and as always, we just want to thank guildlaunch.com for sponsoring the show in part today set your free guild side up at guildlaunch.com today and get features such as dkp tools mobile optimized sites and multi-gaming support as well as you can pick from three different subscription plans starting at seven dollars a month and you can expand those features to include your own domain google analytics 10, 25, or 60 gigs of storage, advertising, attendance reports, full CSS customization. The list goes on and on and on, all at guildlaunch.com. Slay more dragons. And also by tweakedaudio.com for quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and a lifetime warranty. Uh, you're going to need our code there. Off the record, all one word, gets you 30% off your entire order. And that's only at tweakedaudio.com. And lest us not forget such awesome fans like the guild Tarm DeKilnsey, who says, I'd like to advertise my guild. We're called Tarm DeKilnsey. And you can find us at tarmdekilnsey.engine.com. That is T-H-A-R-M-D-I-K-I. L-N-S-I dot engine dot com. We are a diehard, hardcore guild looking for mature and strategic players. Thanks so much, everyone. You're awesome. But first, something quick to mention. 
Yeah, ESO All Stars. Um, so we announced on Twitter, right, Joe, that yeah. ESO All Stars would be tomorrow. Uh, but we had to change of plans uh, at the last minute. So we want to just let you know that next week, Friday, August 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern, will be the next ESO All Stars. So stay tuned for that. It looks like the entire staff that was on the first episodes will be back. And we'll talk yeah, some right. Elder Scrolls roundtable style. Yep. All right, guys. It's time for some meat and potatoes. Oh, Always for you, you Lou. Just for you, Lou, man. <laughs> All right. So we got a, a, quite a few different things. The first thing I want to get into right now is the complete Elder Scrolls collection comes to PC this September. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is uh, breaking news today, actually. Yeah. So why don't you yeah, regale us the story? Just before the show, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, so basically, since this was like right before the show, what I'll do is I'll just let you know what, what Bethesda is saying about this. And uh, I'm quoting this directly from their site, BethBlog.com. Exciting news today for Elder Scrolls fans. On September 10th and the 13th in Europe, we'll be releasing the Elder Scrolls Anthology on PC. This premium box set includes all five main games from the series. Buckle up, guys. It includes Arena, Daggerfall, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, and all of the official add-ons and expansions for Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. To help you explore the expansive world of Tamriel, the anthology also features a set of five physical maps detailing the lands of Tamriel, Iliac Bay, Morrowind, Cyrodiil, and Skyrim. Yes! Now, in case you haven't been with us since 1994, here's a recap of all the five titles that will be included in the package for $79.99. It's uh, 59 euro, 49 pounds, and $89. I think that's uh, Australian currency, right? Yeah. Uh, so there you go, guys. Now, to, to see uh, more information on that, you go ahead over to uh, bethblog.com. And you can uh, read on further. They describe all the all the different games, but if you're like us, you know what it's all about, and you know this is a must-have for you know, every this Elder Scrolls fan. This will be a definite must-have because for two points in particular, you're going to get Arena and Daggerfall. That's been reset to where it'll work on mm-hmm. modern computers. Yes. <laughs> Yay! Instead of having to do a thousand and one workarounds to get it to work and have it crash at the end of the dungeon that you spent the last eight hours trying to get through. Hmm. This sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, where? that's where they're right there. I like how they said the um, five main games, because we all know <laughs> there were two additional games in that list. Right. Subtitles. Yeah. Right Guard, Shadow Keep. I was going to do trivia, but you blew it. All right, fine. <laughs> not, Darwin wins. Not Right Guard, not Shadow Keep. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an achievement for reading all of the skill point books. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, do you have the glowing book mod? Yeah, I'm cheating. Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. Uh, I don't want to hear it. You're, you fell automatically disqualified for any kind of gamer cred. Gone. Oh, uh, worth it. <laughs> I like the fact they bring all the maps. Because, my God, playing Reading Daggerfall, those maps were torn to shreds over the years. Yeah, I was gonna say I would. This is worth it for the maps. I mean, dude, I would love to just like 
Oh man, <clears throat> I seriously just want to get to play Arena and Daggerfall in their entirety. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to because I have not touched those at all. I think if they updated like the uh, resolution and graphics that you can get with Arena and Daggerfall, I would cry a lot. Yeah, I was just saying, like, if they made, like, a DX11, quote-unquote, modern upgrade of those two games, that would be, I mean, what? dude, that Same. would be heaven. <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be ridiculous. Heaven, I'm in heaven. Skyrim graphics for Rain Daggerfall, oh, my God. Well, yeah, I gotta admit, though, for weeks. The, uh, Argonians, <clears throat> the Argonians Arena, they gotta keep that model, because it looked like a, uh, a slimmed-down version of Barney. <laughs> yeah. Which made me laugh so hard when I saw them. <laughs> oh yeah, so we got this collection coming out. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Did they give a date when they're going to do it? September tenth. Yeah, September tenth. So mark your calendars, guys. Mark your calendars. Oh, uh, Joe. Yes. Freaking Pax East, right? Or Pax East? Pax, Pax Prime, Prime, dude. We're going. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, so Joe and I are, we've got everything all, all squared away for PAX Prime and, uh, will be Brian there. Armstrong said he was going to be able to make it there with us for a couple of days as well. But, uh, Joe and I will be there for most of the weekend. We'll be there Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Dave already told us he's going to release the second episode, uh, greatest episode ever while we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, me and Ivana are flying out that Thursday, so we obviously won't be here. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we can call into the show. I, we should. We should, yeah. We should do that. Like no, I'm pretty sure, do. No, knowing <laughs> Dave, he'd be like, oh, these are, I don't recognize these numbers. Okay, they must be spam. <laughs> no, y'all should absolutely call into the show. I promise I'll pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Housekeeping? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no, you're a land shark. <laughs> Uh, this is why I love doing this show. So, yeah, um, come check. Hey, if you guys are going to be at PAX, let us know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll say hi if we can. We're going to be running around rampant like little, well, fanboys in a convention. What can you do? Oh, yeah. I can't think of a better anthology, really. Pretty much. And then uh, you know, Joe and I are pro- are going to try and do another another live stream uh, from uh, from the hotel room one of those nights as well. So. It's not like we're going to be completely out of touch. At 2 o'clock in the morning, half asleep? Yeah. Dude. What'd you think? Dude. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) I promise to only be at least half drunk, not fully this time. Oh, you promise? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good times. I can't wait. We'll give you guys more information about that as it progresses, like what we plan on doing. Um, Yeah. For right now? We're just going. That's what we know. Yep. We're going. So we're happy. It's going to be great. All right. So we have a discussion topic uh, that is the Ask Us Anything role-playing. And this came out... When did they release this one? Do we know? Oh, on, on the 29th. On mm-hmm. Monday. Cool. All right. So we got a couple things. We gotta, we're going to do the whole question and answer thing. And I'm going to get started right here. Will the mega servers dedicated to PC slash Mac players be one mega server for the US and one for the EU, or will it be one mega server worldwide? Or community our community is worried that the friends they have made from either side of the pond won't be seen on their server. 
And Zoss's answer is, we do plan on having one mega server located in the U.S. and one in Europe for PC and Mac players. But you won't be forced onto one or the other. And you'll be able to play with your friends, but it's important to know that you may encounter high latency if you choose to play on a distant server. Yeah, that's the main reason why they're doing that, is for latency, because when you're traveling that many miles across an ocean, the internet tends to lag a little bit. Is it latency or latency, or latency. does it matter? It's latency. Latency. Latency would be like a um, a Latin vowel. Or mm. <laughs> Wow. Wait, stop where Bradford comes on. Latin consonant, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's latency. But um, <clears throat> So, yeah, that's really cool that you'll be able to, if you guys want to hang out with us, if you're across the pond, you can. You just have to have a little bit of a lag issue. But, you know what, honestly, most of them have better internet than we do anyway, so what's the big deal? Mm. They're jealous. Looking at you, Joanna. Better come hang out with us. All right, next question, guys. Can you expand on any social functions such as player-created emotes? An example, a four slash em function or anything of the likes or chat bubbles. Please no. <laughs> no chat bubbles. We have a long list of animated emotes in the game already that will add flavor to your conversations and interactions with other characters. And you can create your own text emotes with the forward slash emote command. Currently, we don't have plans for chat bubbles. Keep chat bubbles out. Thank it's too cartoony. God. <clears throat> this is just alright um, any other comments on that guys yeah, I think it's you know it's a standard MMO thing to have to have emote commands and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad they thought of it and they're putting it in uh, that's a, a, an RPers heaven right there sure is alright yeah, uh, there are a few MMOs out there that let you even craft your own chat bubbles by putting pictures in them and I gotta say that really takes away from the game hardcore yeah. Any MMO that I saw using chat bubbles, I usually turn those off. Yeah. If there's an option to do so. Well, okay, we know we'll get cross-faction chat through guilds, but will there be anywhere that all factions can uh, conjugate and communicate? Like, is there anywhere in-game an Ebonheart character could unfortunately share a mead with a Daggerfall character? You know, we role players enjoy conflict. Can these characters group together if they are in the same guild? Though we haven't implemented areas expressly for this purpose, there's nothing stopping you from sharing a peaceful, if tense, round of drinks with characters from other alliances in Cyrodiil, except maybe their allies. Though you can't group together if you're from different alliances, many of our social systems are focused on are focused on you as opposed to on your characters individually. And you'll be able to communicate across alliances through these systems. Okay, so here's my goal. I'm going to walk into a bar, sit down next to an Argonian, and start a fight. That'd be wonderful. That would be great. I think, I think, I'm just saying, I think that would be great. Mm. <laughs> totally do it like one of those like Irish boxing things. <laughs> They should say something like, you know, I can't believe they serve your filthy kind here, and then just go all out. You know? Wow. <laughs> oh. But I, I was just trying to fit in, guys, honestly. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not a racist. 
<laughs> Dave made me do it. <laughs> Dave made you do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're through. How interactive is the world? Can players toggle a walk function instead of running everywhere? Will we be able to interact with objects like chairs, ladders, etc.? Will you be able to enter houses or, for example, an inn? How about setting up a romantic campfire at night? Will we be able to build our resting places, for example, a, by placing a blanket? Really? <laughs> walking is already a bit... <laughs> Glad they put walking in the game. <laughs> that was a, such an important thing for your resources. Walking is already available, along with a whole slew of emotes, which we mentioned above. You can enter lots of the buildings you'll come across, but there are few you can't. There are tons of shops, inns, and temples you can enter, and even many residences. Right now, we don't have any special camps you can set up, but there are tons of beautiful and, yes, even romantic vistas all across Tamriel that you can visit. Now... Given my playstyle, that last point is awesome because I'm sure you guys know about 97 to 123% of my time is spent looking at vistas. Mm-hmm. Measuring so out, huh? that, uh, that makes this one very happy. I, I have a criticism. Please, please. I tell noticed us. when last we were able to play the game at the uh, last major gaming convention at PAX East. Mm hmm. Um, I was not able to sit on any of the chairs, and I saw that it had been directly asked here, and I saw that they did not. I know that's a big deal right now, and that this whole topic being a big deal is driving me up a wall. Seriously, I don't care if we can sit down on a chair for two seconds to RP something. If it means taking away more content so that they can animate sitting... Yeah. Okay, I'll shut up right there for people hate me. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I wish I didn't care, but I, I certainly do. I think it's uh, it's it's part of a, a a feature in in MMOs that I think a lot of people have come to expect. Expect or not, it's just it's one of those little side things of non-importance that you can use if you're RPing. It doesn't have anything to do with the actual game, you know. Oh, sure. I, I yeah. would argue it does have to do with the game, honestly. I, I will. I will only say. I will only say this in in my defense um, that it makes the feel the world feel more alive when you're able to interact with you know the pieces of furniture that are inside, and and that's okay. We'll do it as a side a, note down the road after you get all the content you know right. And plus, also, um, you guys mentioned it's it's a, I guess a norm in MMOs, but don't forget in the Elder Scrolls games you can do that too. You know, just wanted to throw that out there. Well, see, that's how much I know because I never even attempted to do so because I was a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but there you have it, fair and balanced as as we are here on Elder Scrolls Off the Record, right? <laughs> <laughs> Two sides of the coin, people. There you have it. Everyone has opinions. Mine just seems I I don't think it should be near as big of a deal as people make it out to be. If I was saying fire- yes, it should be. My opinion on this issue is exactly what I'm looking at on the stream right now. This team puts their games together. This entire corporation puts their games together. In a, they put so much cr- tiny detail that I'm just randomly walking through a place and random basket is sitting down next to me. Has no reason for being here, but it's here. They're going to put in si- sitting. They're going to put in all the content. I have no doubt about it. 
if they skimp on any section, even the role play, the 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 content, any of it, I don't know. I don't think they're going to give that 100% impressive game that they're known for. So I fully expect that they will have sitting. Oh, I'm sure they will eventually. I just people need to relax and understand that it's not exactly a game-breaking feature. It, yeah, it could add more immersion. I'll give you that, Ivarwin. But it's not something that's going to be like, well, I can't play this game. I can't sit down in this chair. No, I don't think anyone is saying that it's a game-breaking feature. But it's it doesn't need to be a game-breaking feature in order for it to uh, shirk your enjoyment uh, of the game. It's definitely a game-enhancing feature, uh, like much uh, the same as uh, a night and day cycle and being able to click on the NPCs with your cursor um, and and having real weather effects. I'm taking the basket. Well, take, take that right. basket, Dave. You take that. Fair enough, Ivarlin. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right, next point. Uh, actually, before I do that, Lou, we didn't hear a word from you. Oh, no, you guys pretty much so far, you know, have been pretty much uh, expressing what I'm feeling. You know, either you or Ivarlin or, or Dave. So I'm, I have nothing to add. Fair <laughs> so enough. Far. All right, then, we're going to move on. Uh, is there a plan to have an in-game profile, so to speak, where players can include a backstory for their character and add some vital stats? If not, is there a plan to allow people to create add-ons that will allow one to do so? We don't plan to support this feature officially, but our add-on system will be fairly flexible. We know that the role-playing community is extremely resourceful when it comes to creating add-ons to enhance their role-play experience, and we're excited to see what you create. Uh, that's a perfect answer, really. Yeah. In-game profile. Oh, he wants to. He or she wants to create a character biography. Yeah, D and D fan there. I don't see any harm in it, but yeah, who knows? With the add-ons, that could be very possible. Yeah, especially if it's connected to the uh, to the UI. You know, it's it's uh, you know, again, one of those things that it'd be nice to have. All right. Will friend lists offer any kind of privacy? For instance, if you create an alt that you don't want certain members of your friend list to know you are playing, will there be the ability to not let those people see you are online on said alt? To us, privacy is just another way to play the way you want to, and we'll offer the option to play an invisible as invisible if you'd prefer. You won't even have to create an alt if you just want some time playing alone. We want to allow greater flexibility with privacy customization as well. So That makes me happy. That's the whole I, I like that they're, they're just thing. giving options here, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to say there's there's definitely times when I, when I log into an MMO and I'm not feeling, you know, 100% social that day and I don't necessarily want a ton of people... Uh, to interact with around me, you know, I just want to get in, do a couple of things, and then maybe I have to go. So I, I would, I would like that. You know, that's a, that's a great little feature there that I haven't seen in. I don't think I've seen that in any game actually. Uh, yeah, they, they've they've tried, but it's too clunky. Because uh, I know a bunch of other games have tried where when you create a friend, it automatically links their account. So it doesn't matter if you want privacy on different alts. Because it's looked at your account, it doesn't matter if you're if you're in a different guild all the way across the world. They're gonna know you're on. <laughs> mm. Yep. 
which is to me that's that's just effing annoying. Unfortunately, every major one that I can think of has done that. You know, and, and you're right, Roran's right. You know, there are days you just don't want to talk to anyone because either you don't have time or maybe you're in a bad mood and you don't want to spill it over to everywhere else. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's you know. been, and I'll, I'll leave it with this, Joe, um, but there's there's been times when I've jumped into, you know, an MMO to do something real quick, you know, maybe check on an auction or to craft something, and I literally have like 15 minutes and I try and do it real fast, and I don't really say anything to the guild that I'm in because I don't want to be rude and cut any kind of you know conversation off. So, you know, I think in that instance, I would definitely like to uh, log in as you know, in quotes, unseen. Do what I have to do for 15 minutes and then bounce because you know I got something more important that's that's going on. If you can imagine something more important than Homer Scrolls Online, I know I can't. But <laughs> <laughs> devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Varwin, we're going to be starting the show in two minutes. One more minute. All right, guys. We're going to complete this quest chain. It's only 45 minutes. <laughs> I guess the show would be more important, wouldn't it? Nah. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Next question. Regarding armor slash clothing customization, what's there to set players apart from one another? You can definitely expect to have options that will set you apart and allow you to customize your character's appearance. We can't go into great detail right now, but you won't be disappointed or end up looking like everyone else. I think they've answered this question at least 15 times in the last few months. Yeah, I never get tired of the answer, though. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's just like, have we not referenced the past, what, three months of questions and answers in different languages? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lou, do you think they'll have a dice system? Do you think they'll have a dice system? I hope so. Sweet, sweet D4, D6, D8, D... Sorry. <laughs> Four no, slash roll. Gear. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Yeah, I also thought you meant dice system. Yeah. No. Oh. Die system. Uh, I hope so. I hope they die put die system. Die system. I hope so, because, you know, the one thing I will say to get play devil's advocate for this question, this particular question is... uh. I recently played another MMO where they said you won't look like everyone else. Yet, lo and behold, what happened, Yvarlin? <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, everyone did look like everyone else because there was nothing else for the for the players to use because they wanted the best in armor, best in weapons. But you had to wear it. And this former company, you know, this company that shall remain unnamed, was so cheap. I'll say just cheap. Didn't want to implement a die system to at least give players the option. You know what? I can wear a black set of armor. I can wear a gold set of armor. No, everyone's got to wear the same crap because they won't let you know. They won't let you dye certain pieces of your armor a different color. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, ambitious answer, great answer. I for one, since I'm big on appearances for my characters, will hold them to this. <laughs> All right, you know, if I'm going to be spending hours in my avatar, hey, I don't want to look like everyone else. All right, guys. Next question: What will the weather be like in ESO? <laughs> Sunny and bright. High of ninety. Low of sixty-eight. Chance of storms. <laughs> What's happening out there? <laughs> Watch out! This series of low pressure moving out from the Akaviri Mountains straight into Cyrodiil. Good morning, Daniel. <laughs> it's gonna mix with this low, high pressure coming in. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> I can be a reporter. Trisha Takanawa. <laughs> will it always be the same or will it change? <laughs> will we see a day and night cycle? What's the weather like over there, Ollie? <laughs> Sky <or> weather! Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, from snowstorms in Skyrim to rain showers over the moors of Glenumbra, you'll experience lots of weather as you explore through the day and night in ESO. There you have it. Yep, and it's awesome. Yeah. The snozzleberries taste like snozzleberries. Alright, guys, that is it for our questions. We are going to move on. I'm going to hit up a couple of emails really quick. Mm-hmm. And what the heck did you do to my notes, Dave? Oh, I made it pretty. <laughs> oh, you saw that? <laughs> Scrolling down, it's like, boom, hello. Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, <In see>? your face. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was about? making it really big and pretty. Y'all didn't listen. Well, Simon's not pretty, but I like the blue. Thank you. David goes Daedric. <laughs> All right. Our first email comes from MDL513 and Lou. <laughs> okay, from MDL 513 or 513. Okay, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Here she writes in, Hey guys, it's your favorite Aussie chat room crasher, MDL. Yo, to my question. <laughs> By the way, Argonians rock. All right, next email. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just, I just. Okay. Okay, so we know that the Elder Scrolls games are made by a different developer than the upcoming Elder Scrolls Online. And we know that Skyrim, Cyrodiil, and that Islandy place, yes, he wrote Islandy, is it Vardenfell? <laughs> it should be Vardenfell, or something? Anyway, we know that those parts of the Elder Scrolls Online map will be using height maps or something similar of Elder Scrolls. Five, four, and three, respectively, so that they are very similar. What I was wondering is if we know, and if not, what you guys think about the future of the Elder Scrolls games. Point one. Do you think Bethesda Game Studios will use the hype map for Elder Scrolls Online, or will they build their own complete world for future Elder Scrolls games? Point two. Do you think Bethesda Game Studios has already laid out groundwork for the whole continent? Nerd. So that what Zoss does will keep their vision of the world intact. Also, can we have a shout out to Zaythork? Can we? <laughs> you just right, did. It. I, That's fair enough. I think you just did. <laughs> I still owe him a cookie. See you, chaps, in the chat room. MDL five thirteen. Can I get this one, guys? Sure. All right. Even though Bethesda or uh, Zenimax is technically a, a different developer, they are owned by the same company. They are still Bethesda, and we already know that they are working hand in hand with Bethesda to keep the lore and the environment intact of the original content. And I yeah. think that pretty much, is, pretty much answers everything you asked. Yeah, well, that said, um, I don't think that that they're using the same height map and, and everything else. Um, you know, w- lore being what it is, you know, the, the land has to look a certain way, uh, but at the same time, they're not literally handing them, you know, an in-game map saying, okay, everything has to occur in this way. You know, Elder Scrolls Online is being built completely from scratch. So it's not like they're porting out the Skyrim map for their Skyrim region. And, I mean, just a quick addition to that. I I think, I mean, 
I, I definitely think Bethesda uh, Studios, the the single player guys. I I can't help but think that they've already got the entire continent mapped out. And while the ESO versus the single player games, they I think they will look similar but different and have their unique feel to regardless of what game you're playing. That's all I got. All right then. <laughs> okay. Any other comments, guys? No. Alrighty then, uh, next email, Mr. Shank to thank. Yo, actually that says hello, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> hello, ESOTR team. I would like to weigh in on what I think Elder Scrolls gaming is, as there are many views on what it is. Exploration, action combat, immersion. This comes from the Manual of Oblivion, if you ever got the box version of the game, oh yes sir, or madam. And at some point during the manual, it says something along the lines of, quote, we have given you all these options so you can become what you play. This game design standpoint form is evident in Skyrim to get from the get-go, where Todd Howard repeats this phrase many times during E3 2011. I feel that this is true Elder Scrolls gaming, that you are what you want to be, and this is where Zoss really have to excel and give players a large number of options in terms of character progression, but also, and probably more importantly, that nobody feels like their own personal playstyle is limited because this, in essence, would mean that while it had the Elder Scrolls name on the box, it would not be an Elder Scrolls game. Thanks for taking the time to read Vicor Namiral Altmar Master Battle Mage of the Aldmeri Dominion. P.S. Thank you for providing me with stomach-aching laughter and entertainment every week, and it makes everyday life seem somewhat entertaining. Well, sir, you are welcome for your stomach-aching laughter. I would highly <laughs> recommend Alka-Seltzer before and after the episode. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I completely agree with this guy. Um, having read the Oblivion Manual in the book um, probably a little bit more than infinity times, uh, <laughs> They, they they drive this Not point infinity home. Times infinity. Wow. Um. They they drive this point home in every single uh, manual that uh, you know that that they release, and even in the strategy guides that you know you are who you want. You can be who you want to be. And I completely agree that they they do need to keep the options open and keep that personal sense and give you that feeling that it's it's you in the world that matter. You know. And so uh, I mean, I completely agree with this guy. Yeah. We also keep one little. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but keep one thing in mind. This is an L, this is an MMO, an online based player or game, which does have different rules and restrictions than a first player or a single player game does. And but after that, I think they are doing their dang best to keep on that line. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a, a fan video not too long ago uh, that that addressed exactly that show and said that basically. Um, you know, be aware that you're not going to get Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim in Elder Scrolls Online. If that's what you're expecting, you have to be very, very careful with your expectations because they're not going to meet that. Simply by being an MMO, you know, they have to make different design choices. And one of the best examples that this person had on their video was, you know, looting stuff off of tables. You know, you, you can loot stuff off of tables, but it's going to respawn. It's going to reappear after a little bit for the next person to come up behind you and do the exact same thing so they can have the same kind of experience. 
you're not going to be able to hold down, you know, whatever key on your keyboard and pick it up and spin it around and throw it across the room. And th- the game can't track that many physical objects inside the game. It'll be a complete mess. Not to mention that someone can go in there and steal literally everything inside the room and leave nothing for the next, for everyone else in the game. The other so, millions that are involved. Right. So there, that's one limitation that you're definitely going to see in ESO that, that would not be there for a single-player game. And if that turns you off the MMO, you really shouldn't be playing the MMO. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, you know, be, be, be advised. This is not Elder Scrolls VI. This is Elder Scrolls the MMO. It's going, to be, it's going to be an Elder Scrolls game, but at the same time, it is going to be an MMO. You know and there are going to be differences. I gotta tell you, buddy, I'm more excited about the fact that it, that it is an MMO than I am that of it ever being Elder Scrolls VI. Uh, that's yeah, me, though. I mean, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. I, I've i dreamed of playing Skyrim with my buddies, and you know what? I'm going to get the closest proximity of that that, they're, that they can produce with this game, so. Right. I'm, I'm down with that, yo. Yeah, I am too. You know, there will be <clears throat> an Elder Scrolls Six that I'll play by myself, but I, at the end of the day, you know, I want to experience the Elder Scrolls universe with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I know that's going to be just an unbelievable experience that's going to trump. It might even trump sitting down in chairs, Joe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What am I? <laughs> you know, um, I want to mention this really quick before we move on. Uh, that personality that Shank used to read that email was a very rare personality called Shank the Tank. Yeah. Um, just so the people out there who are confused right now. I haven't now. heard that one in forever. <laughs> <laughs> and here we see the rare creature, Shank the Tank. In his element in front of his <laughs> computer. His avatar. <laughs> what a That's change. A point, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's lure him into his trap. First edition Morrowind, sir. First edition Morrowind, ho. <laughs> <laughs> That got out of hand. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Did we uh, exnate the developer question of the week or what? No, no. It, it should be off there. my notes. Should be there. All right. Well, we're going to do that right now because this guy cracks me up. I am so sorry to say that, but yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. You're awesome. All right. We have a dev- developer question of the week, and here it is. Hi. I'm Jonathan Lapkoff. Design intern at ZenMax Online Studios. Your question of the week is, as a new member of the Mages Guild, you've been given your first guild quest, to go into a nearby catacomb with only three spells at your disposal. Which would you choose and why? And there's your question. Mm. You have to go to a catacomb? What three spells would you choose and why? David. I... Um, what I'm using already... <laughs> Uh, honestly, my favorites are Bound Bow when I run out of arrows, which I do too often. Uh, Conjure Wrathman, which is just amazing. That dude, he tears through everything. And since I'm terrible at this game, Close Wounds. (laughs) (laughs) I never admitted it being good. (laughs) That works. Uh, Shank? When you can breathe. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. That was hilarious. Um, 
So, given my play style, I would the, the, the three spells that I would use um, and carry with me in order would be Calm, to calm everybody that's trying to attack me. Then Conjure Storm Atronach to get him in place. And then use Fury to watch them kill each other. Defensive mage all the way, my friend. I gotta try that one of these days. Uh, it yeah. is, it's fantastic. <laughs> is it okay if I did something that's not in the game right now, or any ESO game? No. Well, uh, why don't you say that here's some <laughs> ideas for spells that I would like. You know? exactly. well, this, is, this is what I would like to see, okay? Yeah. I want the ability to do like uh, something on the lines of uh, Dwimmer knowledge, if you will. Mm-hmm. I want the ability to summon Dwimmer beings and maybe have some explosive magic make things go boom. Like Fireball. No, no, no. Really go boom. Like TNT. No, like he, yeah, he wants like <laughs> TNT or something. Oh. Yep, that's Joe. Like Minecraft. <laughs> or Joe, you can have like a spell. I want that, a like, Daedric spider that has TNT shoved up its, you know what, streaming at the nearest person and just boom. <laughs> I, I have one of those in my pack, actually. Yeah, they, there's uh, a bug, right? In in it, It's a spider, and it's uh, from Dragonborn that you can actually get them, and you send them out to attack people. Yeah, and they blow up. Yeah, like bombs. Yeah, it's it's cool. So, uh, yeah, awesome. So Joe would like that <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ivarwin. Um. Well, I'll. I don't have a whole lot of experience with magic, so I'll say from low level dungeons, some of my favorites have been flames. Because I like all the Skyrim oil on the ground, and I like to light them up and watch all the the bad guys go up in flames. That's cool. Uh, and some kind of restoration spell to uh, to heal myself. Those were those were uh, very helpful, especially when I wanted to to roll a paladin. <laughs> um, as far as the third one goes, I mean, it depends on on how I'm playing the game. If I'm playing a mage, I would want you know something to to tank for me. So I guess like um like one of the uh, one of the uh, like a flame atronach. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like conjure oh. Serana. Ivar, oh. I remember a few episodes back, I had a little random widget question of the week scenario. Mm-hmm. I have one for us after we finish this. Oh, okay, good. Um, Lou, what about you, man? Ooh, tough choice. Definitely destruction spell. Uh, so it's either gonna be fireball. Or lightning. Um, healing spell? Fast healing. Or a, new, a version of fast healing if they do have it in ESO. And yeah, I mean, now that I'm starting to use uh, on my Battle Mage the, the Atronax more often, because it's just so much fun. Just seeing them stomp everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Either either the uh, uh, the Frost Atronax or Storm. Definitely. Alright, so here is my uh, widget question of the week guys Mm -hmm. we know that they have (laughs) ultimate abilities in ESO alright we don't really know what they are we know that they exist and how they use them for the most part I've used them in the alpha and I use them in the uh, the PAX East play what if you had the option to create let's say that uh, Zenimax came to us and said we want you to design a specific ultimate for you what would it be and this is just an example guys I already have mine planned out but for Ivarwin, you can pick your own, but I'm going to do this for you anyway. For Ivarwin, <laughs> I picture this. I picture him having 
his ability being where he slams his on one knee, goes down, slams his sword into the ground, a massive like a uh, bright white beam of light shoots up from him. Two angels come down, pick up the enemy, rip it in half, and fly off with pieces. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like something like that. That'd be cool. Are <laughs> hey, you still playing Diablo? <laughs> I was just gonna say, dude. <laughs> That is totally Joe must have seen some Diablo play somewhere <laughs> during the week. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually I haven't, but yeah, cool. So, guys, have any ideas on that? Yeah. For you, Liz, I would totally, if I was a battle mage, an ultimate AoE spell. Uh, you know, like Storm from the X-Men can just destroy things. Their elemental spells or elemental abilities. I want an AOE lightning storm that just wrecks everything around it. So you, know, you see bolts of lightning everywhere <laughs> striking the ground. So Lou's character like puts his hands up and dark for- dark clouds just like forming out of thin air and over the target and just go nuts. Yeah, and you're gonna go ultimate. Veritable. You gotta have visuals, man. Yes, all, like a veritable mini cyclones of lightning, pure lightning energy is going all over the field and just. just Tearing everything apart with electricity. AoE Storm. I like it. What about you, Dave? Oh, I absolutely am in love with conjured weapons. I want the ability to conjure not one, not two, but a field full of them and command them to slice and dice my enemies. Ah, yes. That's a pretty cool uh, (laughs) ultimate. (laughs) (laughs) That would be, actually. (laughs) What about you, Shank? My ultimate ability, given my well-known playstyle, would be Farmer. I would sort of like it would start off where like I crouch down, and then you see time slow, like start to slow down, and then I like start levitating off the ground as like the energy starts to like collect wisps of dust around my feet, and then instantly, bam! I just shoot off and peace away from danger. No, I was thinking of farm <laughs> for you, Shank. You see, um. Shanks there to pull out a straw hat, puts a piece of straw in his mouth, and the, suddenly a tractor comes out of nowhere, and he's underneath it, and he just starts harvesting. <laughs> <laughs> Elder Scrolls Six for Shank is just wheat harvester simulation. <laughs> Farm sim. Elder Scrolls Six farming. Oh my god. <laughs> for me, I want a giant red demonic hand coming out of the ground, just slamming down everything near me. Oh, dude, like Mr. Hand from Smash Bros. Uh, sure. I was thinking more Mortal Kombat <laughs> style, where they just come out of, like, the. it's like a, uh, there's a fatality for Scorpion, where a giant demonic hand comes out of the ground, grabs him, and just yanks him down to hell. <laughs> Drag me to hell, widget edition. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, really well. I don't think Shank's ultimate would be that, uh, the game enters oh crap I just got hit hard the game enters a cinematic mode <laughs> Shows he the doesn't landscape. have to do anything it just plays the game for him I would hate no, that no, no no and it's overlooking a cliff with a serene scene the sunrise coming up and there's like violin music in the background <laughs> welcome to shank online oh you mean they'll call it hippie that, that too <laughs> so hippie edition Yes, the hipster edition. <laughs> All right, not well, hipster. Well, thanks right, for sorry, putting yeah. up with my uh, my insane question, guys. Here we go. Our next point. 
This is a big deal for tomorrow, guys. Actually, a huge deal. People, the internet kind of exploded when this was announced a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. Um, on Wednesday, Zenimax posted an article on their site. What, what about you, Arwen? Well, uh, basically, uh, it explains that creative director Paul Sage is going to be hosting a live stream on the Ventrilo stage at QuakeCon for Elder Scrolls Online. This is going to be the first ever, ever, ever live stream ever, ever? for, uh, yeah. And I think this is probably going to be the largest audience that Elder Scrolls Online has ever had at one time. I mean, uh, the amount of people that's going to be watching this live stream is, I would imagine it's going to far outweigh the amount of people that saw it at PAX East. Be like, hey guys, we'll host it for you. Yeah. <clears throat> So the stream will begin Friday on uh, August 2nd. So for those of you listening to the recording, that's actually today at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And you can catch it at twitch.tv forward slash Bethesda. Now, if you can't catch it, no worries, okay? Because the video is going to stream. The video of the stream will be available to see on Bethesda's uh, twitch.tv channel. So I guess uh, the question to us is, what do we think? We're going to see on this live stream. What are our thoughts and predictions about about this? About what's going to go on tomorrow? Well, they already did kind of say a few things about it. Um, from little, I'm, I'm imagining they're going to show dungeon play. I want to see some kind of team environment, whether it be PvP or dungeon. Mm-hmm. Mm. I really would like to see PvP as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that we haven't seen anything of is actually PvP. Yeah, we got that so. one video back in what October of last year. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I would. I would love to see PvP, but you know, if they did do Cyrodiil, let's just say it was ready enough for them to actually do something like this. Mm-hmm. That would be a great mix of all the systems in in Elder Scrolls Online, from what we've heard, anyway. I mean, there's a there's PVE and PVP available in Cyrodiil, and if they just like you know made a level ten character or twenty character just to get the stream going, you can see how the character creation really is. You know, I mean, uh, Paul Sage can make his character right then and there for everybody. He could spec out his entire uh, character in front of everybody. And then run through Cyrodiil, getting into PVE content here and there, and probably get some uh, Zoss devs in there to to help him PVP a bit. You know, so I mean, if it's if it's ready, I imagine that's that's exactly what they would do because it would be a great mix of of all the game systems. Then again, we could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Oh, like I said, I. Honestly, the only thing I haven't seen from even playing at PAX East was PvP. Right, but I mean, what do you think they're... I know that's that's what you'd want to see, or we, what we haven't seen, but what do you think they're actually going to do? Well, the honestly, the best thing for them to do would do what they have not only already done, but polished. So, in their best interest, I wouldn't show PvP. Even if it's close to done, if it isn't perfect, I wouldn't show it. That's just me. Honestly, I would show just probably just questing uh, system 
uh, within the game, like that's a really the UI point. things like that that they already know will draw people in. Yeah, that is already polished to a T. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, Dave. Because if if the let, now fans will watch, but vultures will circle, and we exactly. know there's going to be some some hardcore haters out there who are saying who are basically wanting to get any information they can to just bash the game immediately. If they see anything that looks unpolished or unfinished, even if Paul Sage says, "Look, I know this doesn't look great right now, but we're still working on this part," but I want you to tease. I want to tease it to you. There, it's going to be, you know, all over the internet saying, and there, it's going to be spun completely the wrong way. Yeah. So I, and that's a very good point. Polished. Yeah. I I agree with you on but that. But there's yeah. also a lot of controversy about the whole uh, dungeon system going on. Is there? Well, yeah. People want to know the limits. They don't. There's a lot of confusion between public and non-public instance dungeons, things like that nature, and the whole how the dungeon how the uh, the synergy system works and things of that nature. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we haven't seen there's there's never been a time yet where we've had a developer like Paul Sage just just grab the game and just broadcast it over the internet to anybody and everybody who's willing to watch this and say, "Look, here's our game." You know, I think honestly that's going to clear up a lot of of those those controversies and misconceptions and rumors and confusion, like you were just mentioning. So hopefully they do show some of that dungeon stuff you're talking about, Joe, because you're right, there is a lot of confusion with it. Yeah, all I know is I'm jealous that I have to work during the stream. I know. So right? I'm I expecting know, right? constant text from anybody who is watching it. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, I'm going to be on the road all day, so I can't just be at a computer and watch it, you know? Ah, that sucks. Could I, uh, could I weigh in on this? I actually got a... I was actually thinking about this. Um, we were waiting for you to weigh in on it, Jay. For a while. It was bound <laughs> we were to happen. up just to get you started. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I tweeted this this morning, but I, I would like to think that... Um, um, as the as the as the noob as it were on on this glorious show that uh, I, I would like to think that I, I do my part in voicing the uh, um, opinions and whatnot of players like me so who are you know who are who are single player uh, veterans and who are new to the MMO space so uh, I guess with that train of uh, thought in mind what I would love to see tomorrow is um them to convince any people who come from my camp that still have lingering doubts. And so what do, what do I mean by lingering doubts? I, I would like to see um, some gameplay where they show you, you know, it's like, hey, man, like, yeah, this is, a, this is an online game. You're going to see other people. But guess what? You're still the focus of this game. This is your story. This is your world. You are free to do whatever you want to do and whenever you want to do it. So I think I think you know doing something like that and just exploring the world and saying guys like this you don't have anything to worry about I think that would be I would really really love to see that because I think that would really settle down a lot of people who are uh, newbies like me who are uh, who may be worried about it. Hmm. Yeah, good point. Noob, noob. <laughs> <laughs> but he makes a good point. Well, every camp is going to think that same way as well. It, it's not everyone should have that fear, and everyone does. That 
this is a a rare thing to go from a hugely successful single player uh, set of games into being a multiplayer. It can be messed up really easy. So there's a lot of that fear. And everybody, MMO vets are thinking, wow, they better win over the MMO people. Single players are saying, wow, they better win over the single player. The Elder Scrolls people are like, I don't care about either of you guys. It better be lorific or I'm leaving. So <laughs> each camp has their own idea of what should be shown. Honestly, I think they need to please, yes, they need to please the majority. But at, if anything, at the end of the day, they got to show their their what they have for what it is. Right. I, I, you know, to, to your point, Dave, you know, what are they doing? What, what's Paul doing? Paul says he's doing the end. He is selling the game. Okay. Sell the game. If you've got really strong stuff to show, show that. Uh, if you're not going it, to, it's been said, you're not going to please everyone at once. You can't. It's impossible. No, you're not going to. Whatever they've got ready tomorrow that will knock the socks off everyone, show that. Focus on that. If they don't show Dungeon Zones, I'm not going to be unhappy. If they don't show PvP, I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to see a, a polished product at this point they've got to show to help sell the game, to help gather the attention and get the people they need or they want to play the game. Um, and if it's something that you don't agree with and you think the game sucks, or hey, you know what? Uh, you've got larger issues <laughs> than that. Okay? If you're going to get nitpicky and say, I'm not going to, oh my god, that was such garbage. All right, you know what? Twenty five thousand people don't agree with you, so guess what? You're invalid. <laughs> so, you know, let them show what they've got. Let them get the, you know, let them sell it. Let them sell the game. Well, yeah, it comes down to boils down to whatever they show us, and it's gonna be sucked up like candy to everybody watching, for the most part. And and analyzed to death. <laughs> oh, nitpicked. You know, they look at every little detail, like freeze frame, every little frame on the recording. I mean, I. I mean, we're not going to do that or anything. I'm, I'm just. Oh, just, I will. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to analyze the footage like a like a like a college film intern on a George Romero movie. <laughs> right. Okay. We're moving on. <clears throat> wow. We're going to get through these last few emails really quick here. Um, Dave, this one's all you, man. From JC. Uh, I can't see it. See, yeah, that's it. You can't do live stream yeah. anymore. All right, Yvonne. But I'll do it, Joe. Thank you. You're welcome. This comes from JC. I'm not going to do that the entire email. Don't worry. Uh, JC <laughs> says, Dear ESOTR crew, I have been listening to your show since episode one, and I'm still playing Skyrim and can't wait to play against you all as a member of the Daggerfall Covenant. I have recently been catching up on past shows and hearing all about your return to oblivion. It got me so excited that I'm about to venture back into oblivion myself. And I have a question, a uh, question for the resident paladin of the crew of Arwen. Oh, it's for me. Hey, cool. Uh, I love the paladin <laughs> archetype and feel like it fits especially well in oblivion given the Knights of the nine expansion. So what skills would you recommend specializing in to build a good paladin? Thanks guys. Love the show. P.S. Love the QGN mod for Skyrim as the widget has helped me out of many tough jams and never minds carrying my burdens. I got you back, bro. <laughs> got you back. <laughs> uh, usually when I play, I go uh, heavy armor 
with a sword and shield or one-handed weapon and a shield and uh, restoration magic. Um, I put a lot of points into endurance and uh, stamina and the rest go into, uh, into magicka. So you really want like magicka really want to have very, you know, like the least amount in just enough to heal yourself. Everything else really should be endurance and then, and then, uh, stamina. And just one really quick thing. Uh, if you, if you're looking for race, I would suggest Nord. Yeah. Nords. Uh, I usually play a Nord when I go with that or, um, I think, uh, not Breton. I was, I was really expecting Shank to say not Argonian. Not Argonian. Anything but a not Argonian. Yeah. <laughs> Rudgar too would be good. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, you can do the same thing with like a two-handed weapon, so it doesn't matter what you use as a weapon if you want to play as a paladin. Just make sure it's a martial weapon. And uh, that's that's what I would recommend. You know, I, I have a short answer for you, too, on that one, Ivarwin. Sure. Heal magic, shiny armor, sword and board. Done. <laughs> Heal magic, shiny armor, sword and board. Done. <laughs> Uh, and our last email comes in to us from Hunter K. Hello, I'm on episode 72 and was wondering about ESO. I have never played or even touched an MMO in my life. I am so sorry to hear that. I've seen my friends play WoW and got bored within two or three minutes of watching it. I was wondering... I understand. Yeah, well. I was wondering if when ESO comes out and I get into it, if I will be able to understand everything very easily. I don't know any MMO lingo stuffs. Will multiplayer be easy for me when raids and endgame comes and massive events that most MMOs have? Secondly, any suggestions on how I should play? I'm thinking of taking up enchanting and smithing. Will I be underpowered in massive events? How should I approach that? Anyway, thanks for your show. Keep up the, keep up the great work, Hunter K. That was one of the hardest emails I've had to read in a long time. Really? You did so well with it. Have yeah, you looked at that email? Huh? Yeah, well, he does say stuffs. Well, half of the email is, is typoed and misspelled. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, you guys got anyth- anything on that? I swear I didn't write this email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got something on it, if you'll, if you'll permit me. Go for it, man. No, you can't do it. Sorry, Barwin. Um, Listen, we get a lot of these emails, and that's the reason why I put it in here today. I mean, Hunter, we could tell you some crazy crazy stuff all right and get really ridiculous with the detail but the fact of the matter is that that's not what an mmo is for an mmo is for you to discover that don't worry about the lingo the lingo will come to you you have friends that play mmos ask them if you see something in chat ask I mean, uh, that's that's really all it boils down to is just playing the game and, and just getting involved and, and talking and uh, get yourself involved in a guild. They're a great source of, of information. And a lot of guildmates will tell you, oh, yeah, you know, uh, WTB means want to buy whatever, you know, item comes after that and, and so on and so forth. So you'll get the lingo by playing the game. As far as your build is concerned... There's a lot of fan sites out there uh, that you can check to to see when the game does come out. You know what kind of what kind of armor and weapons would have you know stats on them that would help your type of character play the way you want to play and be successful. So check out fan sites. Check out uh, patch notes too when they come out when the game patches. 
read the patch notes. Uh, see what's changing with your with your character in your class. So that's it. Honestly, Rowan, I would like to do like a uh, four week series or something like that during our shows after ESO launches, like a kind of a noob guide to MMO or a noob noob's guide to ESO online. Yeah, I I've been asked a couple of times, uh, like the last week or so, if if I would you know jump on a a live stream and and do a little bit of that too. And I think it's it's definitely worth. It's worth doing because there's a lot of there's a lot of people in our audience that only know a single player Elder Scrolls games and they don't know MMOs and they've got a lot of hard questions and they're shy and who can blame them when you hear like horror stories that come from games like League of Legends where they shout you down and scream at you and yell at you and belittle you for not knowing how to play the game because you're brand new. Yeah, I mean, who could blame them? I don't blame them. So I, I definitely think you're right on with that, Joe. We should do something like that. If you do that, I would love to be on the stream. So you can ask sure. more questions? Yes. <laughs> and annoy the piss yeah. out of us? <laughs> yes. Uh, Shank's good with that because he, you know, he, sold. he asks the I'm questions sold. that we take for granted. I'm sold. Bring him in. Yeah. All right. So we have some gameplay to get into. And Shank, yours really intrigues me. Um, all I have for Shank <laughs> is uh, Philip G. oh yeah dude okay yeah so uh last week or i guess i should say two weeks ago i started a khajiit character named philip g there's a long backstory which i'm not going to get into about his name um but yeah he is a he's an alchemist thief khajiit and right now i believe he's level 17 as of last night and i have just been doing my usual shank thing and walking around getting all the recommendations from the mages guild which i did and now i'm actually um splitting my time between the thieves guild and the dark brotherhood and of course i'm walking absolutely everywhere um and it's a great time because there are so many hidden paths and everything that i you know i remember just playing the game for hours and hours on end and it's just such I, I can't help but like fall in love with this game all over again because it's just it just brings back so many memories of just experiencing the game for the first time. And so I mean, you can see on the website a lot of my articles recently have been oblivion heavy, and I had a commenter saying my fanaticism is getting worse and worse. But I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know how if you're on the show, you you can't help not help but be a you know fanatic of the Elder Scrolls. So. I don't know, man. It's it's a very I'm having a very nostalgia filled gameplay, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. It's just so much fun, just exploring, wandering around. If you're asking for specifics, I can't really give them to you because, as Joe would say, you did a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's true. Like I have been doing quests here and there, but it's the majority of it's just walking around, man. Like I just love doing it. It's so fun. But. That that was my that's my gameplay, man. It's, uh, sorry if it was a little down on specifics, but that's Shank. I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey, Dave. David goes Daedric. <laughs> David goes Daedric. Oh. Yeah, David goes Daedric. Oh. Okay. I'm cutting so out of the show. I'll get to, I'll, I will get to that. Uh, especially if you're watching the stream, you're seeing exactly a little bit of that right now. Um. <clears throat> This I I have been going. Uh, Dean does Dawnguard, right? Okay. So that came to a head this 
today when I fought Lord Harkon himself, who actually was ridiculously difficult for me for some reason. Probably because I ran out of arrows. Probably because you didn't use the quest item they give you in order to kill him. You know, Dave. I tried. You can turn our win. You, you can pause your stream for a little bit, Dave, and talk to us without pausing every <laughs> okay. two seconds. Yeah, um, I will. I I had difficulties with Lord Harkon, and you know what? That bow they give you is terrible. The yeah, Orioles bow with the uh, glowy arrows. The of- arrows look cool, man. They look cool, but they're terrible. The only good thing they're for is stopping him from doing his orb of destruction. It okay. sucks. So, <laughs> I ended up just leveling my... Uh, what is this? Hang on. What's the name of this thing? Thing? Yes, my restoration. I leveled up my restoration. Restoration. And my conjuration and my one-handed weapons just beaten him down for like probably 15-20 minutes because of how difficult that fight was for me. I've never had that much of a problem with him before. I think I'm growing worse and worse at this game. <laughs> why, why, why do I picture Dave, like Dave's character just like holding the bow as if you would an axe and just like beating Harkon over the head? <laughs> it's like, why isn't this working? Get away I pretty from much me. had to do that. <laughs> and like every time I had him down, he would be like, ha ha, I'm going to steal all your life and run around like a pansy. He totally teleports. <laughs> he won't even stand there and fight like a man. Oh, he made me angry. I bout threw Serana at him, but I did. I eventually, I got him down eventually. <laughs> I threw Serana at him. <laughs> and then, oh man, I can't stand her. After I killed Harkon, Serana's all, so do you want to continue adventuring? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do I ever want you in my party again? Emphatic no. Never be in my party ever again. In fact, I should say you should be banned from anyone's party ever. Aw, that's Skyrim Kira. I hate her. No. That's sad. (laughs) Hate lightsaber, jerk. (laughs) Man, I cannot stand her. So eventually, I got her on my party, so that made me happy, but... Along the way, I had to deal with curing myself of vampirism because I let her turn me into a vampire to get into the soul care. Right. So Isburn wouldn't even talk to me till I got myself cured, which, by the way, I completely understand. She gave you a sexually transmitted disease, Dave. It was terrible. So I had to go get it cured. But when I went to the guy who wanted to cure me, uh, there was this little kid in his house. And the little kid was all like, you need to leave. You're not supposed to be here. Why are you here? So I eventually was like, kid, shut up. I'm going to hit you. The kid kept at it. So I turned around and I hit the little kid. And the entire town was like freaking out. Wow, you're not a good person. <laughs> the little kid, <laughs> shut up. I actually agree with Dave on this one. <laughs> uh, you so won't he- discipline your kid, I will. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I hated run to your mother milk drinker <laughs> I, I actually ended up hitting uh, Serana a few times too because she kept on talking she talks so much her lines which are pre-recorded of course it's a video game her lines were playing on top of each other hey, Dave. because she couldn't shut up I, I have something here that uh, Ivarwin recorded a long time ago about the perfect way to discipline a kid 
Want to hear it? Oh, I want to hear this. Oh, God. Hey, kid. Hey. Yeah? Your mom's hot. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> hey, kid. Uh, hey. Yeah? Your mom's hot. Oh, <laughs> I was recorded so long ago. <laughs> I I still live by the old adage of if they don't shut up, punch them in the face. <laughs> and that's why Dave is not a dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, good thing. Uh, my cat loves me. Um, oh, oh, I know. I love my kitty. I don't punch him in the face much. Um, but I did complete. Uh, Dawn Guard. So I'm on to my next big great thing. You ready for it to be announced as if it hasn't already been said 30 times in the show already? Do it. Give me an intro. David goes Daedric. Yes, David goes Daedric. That's it. So I'm going to be going through and collecting all of the Daedric artifacts. I think I already have two or three of them. Uh, I think I have the Ebony Mail as well as I just got uh, Maroon's Razor in the show tonight. As well, I think I have the Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker? There are some pretty good ones I need to pick up. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the Wabajack. <gasps> I, I'm gonna get it. So I, that's an achievement I've never gotten, is have all of the 13 or so uh, Daedric weapons items, I should say, at one time. So that's gonna be my next quest. Nice. Alrighty. Nice. <clears throat> Lou, what about you, man? Oh, not a lot. Just a little bit more. Uh, still working on the Battle Mage. Especially on the Legion quests. So, right now, I took, well, today I actually took back the Pale and the Reach for the Empire. Uh, wiping out Stormcloak camps along the way with Atronax. I am enjoying that immensely. Just popping him up and just letting him go run amok and see people die. It, 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 it's, it's music to my ears. <laughs> I caved in yesterday and I did start Dawn Guard. I'm I'm going to regret this. Um because remember the last time I had enough so I restarted another file. But I'm at the point in the game where I just have to just get it done and get it out of the way, so I'm on my way to dig her up. I don't think it would be an Elder Scroll show if we didn't have somebody on here complaining about Serata. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> um I actually uh, went through solitude. Yeah. Girl, don't don't dig her up. It's it's not worth it. <laughs> I should get those mirrors in that one quest and just use a light burner. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was in solitude. Uh, I totally forgot to do the assassination quest. <laughs> I was in. I was out. Like oh oh crap. And, you know, I was halfway around the world. I realized now nah, I'm not going back. <laughs> it's too ah. far to walk. <laughs> not doing it. Why bother at that point? Yeah. Let's see. Solitude. I'm by rift. No hell no. <laughs> not doing it. Uh, Liz actually sent me a really cool wave file the other day. <laughs> and in honor of that, I actually started another character. Since you know I'm an unabashed altaholic. Uh, right. Yes. Heavy armor, high elf character. She's going to be sword and board. Mm-hmm. I might go two handed as well with her, two handed weapons. Uh, yes, she will be joining the Legion. I <laughs> mean. Surprise. <laughs> Good man. Yes. Uh, also, watching Shank do his live stream a couple of days ago with False Scar, that mod, I downloaded that myself, as I said I would, the next day. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sweet baby, sweet baby Jesus. I thought someone. I heard a barbecue. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Highly recommend it. Highly. If you have it, do it. And realized the past couple of days on the uh, some of our tweets, I have three copies of Oblivion. The original retail version, the PC when it first came out, and somehow I have two Game of the Year editions. Well, you're about to get another one in September. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I I'm going to be getting that edition too. I, I got to yeah. admit. Yeah. 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 Can't wait. Eighty bucks. Here, take my money. Yeah. Uh, however, I will be playing it though uh, through Steam. So I don't want to use my discs anymore. You know what? I have it on Steam. I'll get the Steam achievements, the trading cards, and stuff like that. While we're so. at PAX, I'll probably throw my wallet at Pete Hines. Just <laughs> 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 take my money, dude. Where's that box? <laughs> Where's that box set? Now. I know you got one on you. <laughs> oh, oh! I wonder if they have that same beer garden thing event they had like at PAX East. Oh. If they do, cool. we're there. <laughs> they have to be there. God. Wow. So jealous. But yeah, that was my gameplay this week. And Ivarwin, how was your classic TES night, man? Well, it would have been better if Marwin didn't, you know, um, crap out on me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so uh, started. I started a Nord in, in Marwind <laughs> named Ivarwin. Oh, really? I did. I know that's oh. so odd for me. It really is. I don't know where you got that name from. It just kind of came to me, and I don't know. Um, I was I was waiting. I was I was on there with Lou, and uh, you know Shank and I had this joke going, so I was waiting for him to to pop on the stream, and and he just didn't. So I just had to go ahead with my normal uh, boring Nord named Darwin. But as luck would have it, Shank joined the stream a half hour later anyway, and I ended up dying. And because Marwin doesn't have autosave, and I forget about these things, I had to restart from character generation. <laughs> so there went uh, the Nord of Arwen in Morrowind. But uh, this was lucky because then I was able to start my orc, which I aptly named Philip G's homie in honor of Philip G. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we we proceeded forward. It looks like everyone on the stream had a very nice time. And then the game started to crash. So then I got frustrated and started to play Skyrim for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all very beginner stuff. You know, uh, you get out of the first town, you walk around a little bit, you know, you, lo- you walk inside a cave, uh, you know, tried to free some slaves, got beat in the face a couple of times by a, a, a wizard with a nasty disposition. It was all very embarrassing, <laughs> but a lot of fun, and uh, everyone had a great time with it. So thank you, everyone, for joining uh, Classic Elder Scrolls Night with myself on Friday, and I will be hopefully doing another one tomorrow. I don't see why not. You may or may not. Well, that's something I want to talk to you on the, after the show. Okay. We'll all see. Right, so yeah. stay tuned for Twitter. I may have to cancel Classic Elder Scrolls Night tomorrow. Might be something awesome. Who knows? Or if I want to be like, Joe, you're an idiot, let's just do my my stream. I'd be like, <laughs> okay. All right, so we have the crafting table. What do we got here? Yeah, uh, so Quest, Ifri's Sanctuary by Icanisbem. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I guess you're just, you're on your own for this one, guys. All right. <laughs> 
All right, E-Free Sanctuary, okay? It's spelled Y apostrophe F-L. Who cares? You're not writing this down as you drive, so who cares? All right, so the mod does not use the journal slash quest marker system, all right? What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to figure out where the sanctuary is, and that's that's what this mod is. It's it's basically a, a full-on quest, and this was found on the Steam um, Steam community site, and I'm drawing a blank for it. Workshop. Thank you. The workshop. Yes, it's mod found on the Steam workshop. Um, so, of course, this also means that there's no requirements for the quest either, so you may end up finding this sanctuary out in the world by yourself. All right, location will be displayed as the last picture in case you cannot find it. So if you go onto the Steam Workshop, um, I can is Bem has his picture, has the picture of the sanctuary there. Uh, and again, this is a, a quest chain uh, going into the sanctuary. So you have to find the sanctuary. Once you locate it, you go inside and boom, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, best way to start the quest, the author says, is to read a book found in the Drunken Huntsman in Whiterun. After reading, if you follow the hints, it should be very, very easy to find the sanctuary. All right, The trail of hints leads to a cave called Efree's Sanctuary, where Efree's spirit can be found. A dungeon is fairly tough with mostly animal opponents, and the reward for, the com- for completing the quest is a bow called Efree's Ballista, which soul traps, does fire, frost, and shock damage as well. And the mod also adds a follower who is tied to the story. So that's called Quest Efree Sanctuary, and that's by Icanisbem. I-C-A-N-I-S-B-E-M-E. And you have a quick challenge to issue this week, sir, or no? I do. Yeah, mod challenge of the week, guys. Uh, every week now I like to issue a challenge to one of the hosts. I ask them to click on a link that is in our show notes, and they click on it and basically basically explain the mod that I want them to download, try out for the week, and report on it the following week. Uh, so this one is going to go straight to Joe this week. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I know. You sneaky devil. <laughs> Have no Dova. What did we got here? Brutal Dragon. Have no Dova is a powerful late game Warhammer. Oh, I see what you did. Mm-hmm. It is forgeable if you have Ebony Perk Smithing. But to get Hanova uh have no Yal Dova. <laughs> that one. Brutal Fire Dragon, an enchanted weapon. You must complete the quest, Evil in Waiting. Uh, okay. So it's a quest and a two-handed war hammer. The hammer looks pretty awesome. Dragon's head? Yeah. I am definitely going to give it a shot. My level 55, whatever she is, is going two-handed. So that's uh, that's a good thing to try. Yeah, hopefully this will make up for the cheese of ages that I shafted you with. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, additionally, I know you've got a you know a two-handed uh, uh, two-handed weapon, ba awesomeness uh, destroyer of worlds. Oh, he's right long gone out there. He's long gone. He got deleted on accident. Oh. Yeah, but my oh. other character is is following his footsteps right now. So, uh, so for for you, dear listener, uh, have no Dova. By Godfather, located on the Steam Workshop, is is the mod that I challenged Joe to download and play this week. It's a uh, a great 
a great quest with an awesome uh, weapon at the end of it. If you want to join Joe this week in his challenge, just let him know on Twitter at the widget or at Elder Scrolls OTR. All right. Thank you, Evarwin. New toy to play with. Yeah, you're welcome. The Elder Scroll. This is Lou's baby. Lou, the lore master, take it away. Thank you very much, kind sir. And today we're going to cover some excerpts from a little book called Magic from the Sky by Erlov Jarl. And it's a treatise concerning Aelitic Wells, Welkin Stones, and Varla Stones. And these are some of his musings. The ancient Aelids believed that Nern was comprised of four basic elements, earth, water, air, and light. And of these four elements, they believed the most sublime form of light was starlight. The stars are our links to the plane of Aetherius, the source of all magical power, and therefore, light from the stars is the most potent and exalted of all magical powers. From time to time, fragments of Aetherius fall from the heavens. The people know these fragments as shooting stars, and from time to time, such ethereal fragments are found on Nern. Most common varieties are known as meteoric iron, and this metal is prized by armorers and enchanters for its properties in the forging of enchanted weapons and armors. This iron is also the primary component in alien wells, ancient enchanted artifacts found throughout Cyrodiil. Another rarer form of ethereal fragments is called meteoric glass. It is from such fragments that other rare alien enchanted artifacts are crafted, the Welkin stones and Varla stones. Aelid wells are scattered across Cyril's landscape. Their sightings a mystery. They are not associated with any known Aelid cities or settlements. It is presumed that, in some manner, they harvest magical power from starlight. It is also suggested, without evidence or support, that they are located at the meeting points of ancient lines of magical power. However, modern arcane arts have discovered no perceptible evidence of such lines of power. Those with magical talents can draw magicka from Aelid Wells to restore their own reservoirs of magical power. No ritual or arcane knowledge is necessary, suggesting that these wells were designed to serve persons not skilled in the magical arts. Once drained, the wells replenish again only at magical midnight. Once recharged, they appear to radiate magical power back into the sky, prompting some to theorize they are also objects with religious or magical ritual significance, perhaps a means of offering magic back to the heavens. Welkin stones, or in Edmars, sky stone, heaven stone, literally sky child, are pieces of cut and enchanted meteoric glass which apparently act as storage devices for magical power. A magical talent can restore his reservoirs of magicka from such stones. Alas, the means of restoring power to these stones may have been lost with the aliens. Currently, these objects simply crumble to dust after they have been used. Great Welkin stones are exceptionally large pieces of enchanted meteoric glass. Scholars believe that at the heart of each alien city, a great Welkin stone was the source of the settlement's magical enchantments. It may be that these great stones were linked to the lesser stones, restoring and maintaining their power. In any case, research on these great Welkin stones is impossible, since all the known alien ruins have been looted of their great stones, and no examples of these great stones are known to survive. Another rare enchanted item found in alien ruins is called a Varla stone, or Nevmeris star stone. Varla stones are remarkably powerful, enabling untrained users to restore magical energy to any number of enchanted items. Because of their great value and utility, these items are also extremely rare, but since they are small and easily concealed, diligent explorers may still occasionally come across them in any Aelid ruin. 
Aelid Wells and Welkin Stones, Farlow Stones. Consider then that these marvels of magical enchantment. Are we then to conclude that the Aelids were a superior race in culture? Did they so exceed us in art and craft that they mocked the feeble powers of the Third Era wizards? Yes, puny human. That was just me. Uh, <laughs> never! Never! The Aelids are powerful, yes, and cunning. But they were neither good nor wise, and so they were struck down. Their works have passed from Nern, save these rare and sparkling treasures. Their ancient cities are dark and empty, save for the grim revenants and restless spirits condemned forever to walk the halls, keeping their melancholy vigils over bones and dust. Next week, we're going to continue our little journey here with the Mages Guild and other and all things Magicka. I want to say thank you to the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, the Elder Scrolls Wiki, and the Imperial Library for all this information. Take a look if this interests you. There's a ton of information out there. Hope you enjoy it. You know what? I I swear, Lou is watching, like looking over my shoulder when I play Oblivion. Because last week you had Mage's Guild. I was doing Mage's Guild stuff. This week you have Alien stuff. Guess what I'm doing? Don't <laughs> flatter yourself, right now. Shank. <laughs> Could be I'm watching a live stream, Shank. Could be. Could be. <laughs> All right, guys, that pretty much wraps up our show tonight. Our final no! thoughts. I know, Ivarlin. <laughs> I know. It has to end at some point. No! All right, guys, our final thoughts of the evening. ESO stream tomorrow night. Look for it, guys. I can't wait to check it out myself. I'm going to be watching the recording and hopefully seeing all the Twitter posts going crazy and being insanely jealous as they're going crazy tomorrow. And Ivarlin. Yeah, looking forward to the stream tomorrow for sure. Um, I'm not going to be able to catch it live, but I'll, I'll catch the recap. And uh, I'll have a little pad and pen with me all ready to go. So for next week's episode, I'll be able to report on what's going on. And Lou. I actually am lucky. I will be available to watch the live stream, and I'll be ruining it for everyone. No, no. I, I ruin it for me, ruin it for me, Lou. Please ruin it for me. <laughs> so, expect the Twitter bombs, people. Expecting tomorrow. You've been warned. Bomb my Twitter. And Dave. Um, <clears throat> I'm just scared of what this week's gonna bring. Whenever I have to go after the Wabajack with a Jack. room full of people watching me and yelling at me to do weird things with it. Oh, this is going to get interesting. Especially Liz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Shank. I'm going to be jealous alongside with Joe because I got work tomorrow, so I'm not going to be able to watch the stream. But you can be sure that I will be watching the recap, and I will uh, try to post something on the website with uh, a recap of the, the stream as well as some observations. And how to reach us, Mr. Evarwin. But first, before we do that, we want, I want to bring up something that's happening in the network. Uh, mm-hmm. Minecraft Off the Record is airing our final episode this Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel. You come check it out live. It'll be an emotional and fun event. It's Our Twitch channel is uh, twitch.tv forward slash network. Don't forget, we do six nights a week. We have some kind of streaming going on. So you can tune in at any time. Favorite the channel. It'll email you when we go live. Also, you can follow Quest Gaming Network or at Quest Gaming. Or is it at... I always forget our main Twitter. That's so weird. At Quest Gaming. At Quest Gaming. And it'll tell you when we go live as well. But we are replacing Minecraft Off the Record with a new show. If you guys have ever wanted to play Rift, ever thought about playing Rift, or are playing Rift, 
we are doing a new a new podcast called what, Evarwin? Rift off the record. Original name, right? Yeah. <laughs> but this is a kind of a special show for me, Varwin, and Dave, who are going to be your hosts for this show. Yay! Um, there's background, uh, a history in Rift with uh, us three in particular. Me and Dave <laughs> started out podcasting on a show called Player vs. Rift. We're not going to mention the third player in that. But Evarwin was our most outspoken fan of that show, and we had him on the show, I think, twice. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Is, yeah, yeah, twice. Read yeah. his email several times, and after that's how we formed Quest Gaming Network. So we're going to be, all three of us together, doing Rift Off the Record starting on August 11th. This is super, personally, this is super exciting for me, um, you know, given the history. You know, uh, I, I, ever since that show got canceled, we've always wanted to do a Rift show. And now we're at an opportunity. We have an opportunity in front of us where not only can we do a Rift show, but there's, there's people out there that want a Rift podcast. And that's the other part, you know, professionally that makes me extremely excited about this is we're actually going to be able to take a love of ours, which is podcasting and Rift, which, you know, we all love here, um, and put it together and actually make, you know, a great show for you. So I'm super excited about it, and especially doing this with, with Joe and, and, and Dave, totally stoked about doing this. I, I'm really charged and super pumped for it. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. If you want yeah. some little... Um MMO tips and tricks as well. General MMO tips and tricks. Stay, stay tuned for that as well, guys. All right. Now, how to reach us for this show. Yeah. ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com is our website. You head over there, and on top of finding all of our great episodes for this show, you can find all of the up-to-the-minute news that uh, Shank, Brian Armstrong, and Joe Bradford put on here daily as well as opinion articles as well uh you get you get some uh great links over to such features like donovan's tales who's been posting on the running tree and journals of a bosmer and uh we also have links there to eso all-stars are the two episodes we've done is there we're about to do a third next week on the 9th so you'll be able to check that out as well as all of our different um, websites for all of our different shows as well. You can get to from from uh, the navigation bar on elderscrollsofftherecord.com. Uh, and there's a link there to QGN TV, which brings you right over to our live stream. So, uh, additionally, okay, if that's uh, if you're a fan of other stuff that we do on the network, you may want to head over to questgamingnetwork.com. It's our network's website as well. And above all the things that I mentioned, just just now, you can uh, also get links to all of our different other podcasts as well and the uh, general gaming news and, and opinion articles that our, our news team brings out. So that's a great place to get your general gaming news. Uh, YouTube. We have a presence on YouTube, and that is youtube.com forward slash Elder Scrolls OTR and youtube.com forward slash Quest Gaming Network which is the only place that you'll find Totally Heroes, Totally Live, on Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, what is that? That is that is QGN's weekly video newscast starring our network news director, Joe Bradford, and the QGN staff writers, Brian Armstrong 
and Shank, as well as the QGN Solid Gold Dancers. Solid Gold! <laughs> Me and Dave in bikinis. <laughs> I wasn't going to spoil it for him. Oh, oh, sorry. That's Totally Heroes, Totally Live, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern, quite possibly the single greatest show in existence. And by the way, Shank might or may not be on that, too. Yeah, oh, that, that, that ruins it. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> totally Mondays. Totally. Totally, totally. totally Mondays. Totally. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, if you like our show and you want to advertise on our show, well, you don't have to spend a tremendous amount of money to reach the base that we have. All you got to do is just spend $10 for our $10 mentions. You just head on over to any one of our websites. Elderscrollsofftherecord.com certainly is one in which you can do this and click on the make a donation button. You can make any donation you wish. $10, though, gets exactly what you're looking for, which is a spot on our show at the very top when listenership is at its peak and everyone's tuned in and not tuned out yet. Just keep in mind, though, that $10 mention is a quick mention, not an Mm -hmm. extended advertisement like you hear before those. Correct. Um, Fundraiser. We're doing a fundraiser for PAX Prime. Uh, Joe and I are already going out there, but uh, of course, you know one of the things that the ten dollars mentions is going to right now is PAX Prime. That is our number one goal right now. We want to get out there, give you all the best information that we absolutely possibly can, and get get your ears in front of developers. That's what we want to do with PAX Prime, and we're going to need your help. So um, you know, please. Donations are, are wonderful, and we'll, we'll definitely be taking them for the month of August for PAX Prime. So we would appreciate absolutely anything that, that, you, could, uh, that you could spare. Uh, where to listen to the show now that I'm done begging like a beggar on the street? <laughs> uh, pretty much anywhere that you can ever get internet. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Zune, and the RSS feed is on all of our websites, questgamingnetwork.com, elderscrollsofftherecord.com. It's just everywhere. All right, grab that up off our website, drop it into your favorite podcast reader, and we're on the go with you. Okay, we recommend Podkicker and RSS Demon on the Google Play Store for you Android folks, uh, Apple people, no worries, iTunes, we're right there. Stitcher Radio is a fantastic app for anyone and everyone. So if you want to listen to us, we're there too. And, and no worries, like I said, Zoom, we're there as well. Uh, don't forget our other shows. We just mentioned Rift Off the Record Live is going to be on Sundays at 7 p.m. starting August 11th. But don't forget Minecraft Off the Record Live Sunday at 7 p.m. this Sunday, which is the 4th. And I just want to take a minute and say Joe had a very difficult task in starting Minecraft. How do you talk about a show how do you talk on a show about a game like Minecraft? And what he did was he got extremely creative and took the show in different ways that I don't think anybody would have thought of. And I don't think anyone has really thought of other than, other than him. There's a lot of different Minecraft shows out there. Honestly, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because Joe's my friend and it's part of the network, Minecraft Off the Record is the best Minecraft show on the internet and it's because of Joe. I'm like all choked up right now, for real. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it is. Of all the Minecraft shows that are out there, yours, and I call it yours because I never helped anything out with it, is the best. 
And all the people that have ever helped you on that show deserve a standing ovation because what you've done with that show was great. Thank you. And I'm really proud of it. I am, so. too. I am very sad to see it go, but it was not an easy decision to make, but it had to be made. So Quest Game Network is all about moving forward with the trends, and that's what we are doing. So going forward, Rift Off the Record, live on Sundays at 7 p.m., starting at August 11th. Don't forget to tune in, guys. Uh, we don't have a website yet. It's going to get built, but we do have a Twitter. Throw your questions out, man. If you've got questions about Rift, or if you aren't sure about joining MMOs and you're, you've got questions about that, ask us at RiftOTR. So that's it right there. Speaking of Twitter, okay, this show's got a Twitter. You all know it, at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe right over there, he's got a Twitter. It's at the widget, W-I-G-I-T. I'm Avarwin. You can reach me at Avarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou, raise your hand. What's up, Lou? Lou's got a Twitter. That's GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-I-1-1-B. Dave is streaming. Thank you, Dave, for doing an amazing stream job today. I've been entertained. The chat room's entertained. If you want to follow Dave, you should follow Dave at DNForce, D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. And Shank is at ShankTank, S-H-A-N-K-T-H. T-A-N-K. Guys, forget about pumice stones. We all get savings on pumice stones. Follow Shank for great savings on cosmetics. Him and Janine are going into an LLC together. And they're selling cosmetics. And it's called Pumice Stones Off the Record. All right, guys. Elsewhere Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Lift Network. I just want to say boost for you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. May the foos be with you. Good night, everyone. Thank you for being here. Hope to see you all again next week. Have a great one, y'all. Have Hope you have a great week and be excited for the ESO. Tune in next time, gents, for perfect savings on L'Oreal's exfoliate. Yeah, I think Diablo 1 was like 480. <laughs> At least when it first came out. <laughs> Bad day. Dude, I can play this on 600. You what? You can? It's crazy. It's an 800 by 600? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is cutting edge. <laughs> I can, two months ago, I was excited <laughs> to watch something in 720. Isometric top-down view in Diablo is amazing, man. <laughs> the most awesome graphics ever. Oh my god, guys. Have you seen this start menu in Windows 95? What? <laughs> my desktop is so clear, I no longer have five windows open at the start. <laughs> Can we just have like a diva breakdown and like the other four of us, or the other four of us, like can try to console that other guy? I think that'd be great. <laughs> you guys are just horrible. I can't work like this. <laughs> oh yeah, eyeline is running, sweetheart. Oh my goodness, it's all your fault. I, I try so hard, I just can't do it. It's okay, Joe. It's okay. It'll be all right. Look, let's get some rid of the, Let's get rid of some of the punctuation. <laughs> All right, let's make the text look a bit smaller. Look, let's see, it's less lines now. It's less lines, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
decrease the font kerning so it squishes okay. the a little bit. Right, maybe. there we go. Make it italicized, Shank. Italicize it. <laughs> See, look, it's scrunching up there. Look, what did we talk? What did we talk about this, Joe? How did we talk about this? Just because the letters are big doesn't mean the show will be long. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I have something really important I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Who's <laughs>